0: Hey guys, it's Madeline here, and this is a Keto Bite. Keto Bites are little tiny episodes to give you just a little bit of information or maybe some motivation or inspiration for your week to keep you on track and on plan. And today, we are talking about stress. Now, if you're brand new to this podcast, I don't recommend that you start with the Keto Bites. I recommend that you go back to episode one from season one and start there. But for our topic today of stress, I bring this up because you really can't be successful with keto if you're under stress. And when I'm mentioning stress, I don't mean that you just feel stressed out emotionally. That could be it. But it can also be chemical and physical stress. So let's just start with that emotional component because that's what most people think of stress. If you are really upset all the time, you're an angry person and you have a lot of bad things happening in your life, and you don't like your job, you don't like your relationships, you don't like your home, then you probably won't be a very healthy person. We don't need to talk about all of the science behind why that is. It's just pretty clear that your health doesn't really thrive when you're a very unhappy person. So sometimes you do have to address your life circumstances while you are improving your food and your diet and your your whole health. But what I really like to talk about is more of the chemical and the physical side of stress. So chemical stress would be something like exposure to toxins. And yes, it could be something like a huge toxic waste exposure that's something really rare and extreme. But more commonly it would be just everyday chemicals that you're putting on your body or putting in your house. So some examples would be makeup, hair products like hairspray, Um, toothpaste that would have toxins in it Uh, different types of foods that have additives or conventional non-organic food that has been sprayed with pesticides. And then one of the worst ones would be using that scent boost, those types of laundry products. Um, Oftentimes they're called scent boost or they have different names. Now there's a lot of different brands doing them, but they're either scented dryer sheets or special scented laundry detergents that are designed to make your laundry smell that way for more than one wash so if you washed a shirt once you could keep washing it 12 more times and it will continue to have that scent embedded into it and those chemicals are they're kind of new they're not the same scented chemicals that they used a few years ago these are new Um, Chemicals designed to stick onto the material and hold, and they're highly, highly toxic and affect people's hormones in a very negative way. So I'm not just talking about people who are just sensitive to certain smells and just don't like those smells or get headaches when they smell them. I'm talking about chemicals that actually affect every single person's bodies, whether you notice a problem with it or not. And the people who really use those products on a regular basis typically have become sort of immune to it, um, not physically or their, their health isn't immune, but they don't really notice the smell. So other people around them notice that it's super strong and offensive and unpleasant and they don't even notice that it's on them at all. Kind of like when you see an elderly lady and she's just completely doused in perfume excessively and it's not because she loves that excessive amount of perfume, it's because her scent or her sense of smell has gone down and she doesn't really notice that. So I would recommend that everybody switches to a completely unscented type of laundry detergent product. And then that goes for all of your other products as well. If you can use just unscented cleaning products and hair products and makeup and all of those types of things, your health might really improve, especially your hormones. So if you're having hormone troubles, Or problems with your periods or problems with menopause or problems with man boobs or um, feminine shapes on men or little boys, then you would definitely want to avoid those types of chemicals for sure. And we can have long episodes on this topic in the future. You might not feel like you've really mastered this information just from this one. But today's episode is just for you to bring some awareness to the stresses that you might already be having in your life and start to move some of those things to the side. So some other types of chemical stresses could be medications that you're on. It could be um building materials in your home, it could be mold in your walls, it could be um, flame retardants in your children's clothing or in your bed or your furniture. There's all kinds of ways to get exposed to toxins and it can feel very overwhelming because they are sort of all over. So what you can do is just start to learn how to move some of those things out of your life or make different choices, but also really focus on some kind of gentle daily detoxification regimens that you can do easily all the time. So those might be things like some infrared saunas, ion cleanses, detox baths. You might take detox shakes or supplements. Maybe you do skin brushing or red light therapy or coffee enemas or wheatgrass enemas or colonics. There's all kinds of things that you can do on a regular basis that are pretty gentle and accessible. Um even fasting, that's free and it's something everybody can do. Fasting can really help your body with detoxification. But just having a daily practice of encouraging your liver to move the toxins along can be really helpful for your health. And then once you've done that, you might have a lot more success getting into ketosis. And then physical stress, physical stress would be things like pain, if you have chronic joint pain, or back pain, or muscle aches, or or um, extreme cramping, anything that's causing you physical pains, that will for sure prevent you from going into ketosis because it's so stressful for your body. Also, digestive stress, that would be a physical type of stress. If you have a lot of bloating or gas or constipation or diarrhea, or maybe you have some conditions like IBS or Crohn's disease or SIBO or just any other kinds of digestive troubles, that's very, very stressful for your body. And you probably won't be able to get into ketosis successfully or on a regular basis if you're dealing with that. So, one of the first steps to do would be to make sure that you're not eating foods that you're sensitive to. And you can do an elimination diet for that, or you can just start to really pay attention when you eat certain foods or certain meals if you feel like you react in a way, like if you get really bloated, or it might not be a digestive reaction. If you get headaches or you get skin reactions like acne or a red face or rosacea or eczema, or maybe your hair doesn't grow very well and it kind of falls out and breaks off all the time, or maybe you have joint pain or you have mood problems, you get really um, anxious. All of those types of things can for sure be food sensitivities. And so if you just have a sense that there are certain foods that you shouldn't be eating, you're probably right. But if you have no idea at all, and you're not very in tune with that, then you might need to do more of a long term elimination diet. And an elimination diet is something that we will, be, we will be talking about on a future episode. So after today's episode, if you're feeling like you can think of multiple areas of stress in your life. Like you say, oh yeah, I use scented laundry products and I always get bloated and I use really a lot of conventional types of beauty products with a lot of ingredients in them and I definitely eat conventional food that's not organic. If you're checking off the boxes kind of like that then you might want to start by moving a lot of those stresses out and clean up your life and then you'll have so much more success getting into ketosis so that's all for today remember to follow the podcast on instagram at project keto podcast or the facebook page and that's where we'll stay in touch you can comment on the photos and ask questions and tell me what you want to learn on there but for now that's all we'll see you next time